forever. Dog. Warning. The following podcast may contain backwoods psychos raised by wolves, untrustworthy hot dog magnates, and laser violence against Dickensian insects. Mookie Blakelock takes us on a cozy but disturbing journey through the weird, wild theme parks of New Hampshire on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, a podcast hosted by guys who love theme parks, but today we'll determine if we also love weird facilities where bears play basketball. I'm Scott Gardner, and I'm joined by, let's go Jason Sheridan this time. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm of two minds about like animal shows, you know? I, I, I feel like I've mostly seen bird shows. I don't know if I've seen a lot of bear shows. I personally have never seen a bear show. We're going to talk about a bear show. Mike Carlson. Um, yeah, uh, I'm of two minds. I both like and love uh, a bear show. So, yeah, we will we'll discuss it, obviously, more as we go along. But Both like and love. Oh, see, I see you covered yeah, the That's the two Great. sides of my head and as far as this show is concerned. Yeah. <laughs> um, listen, everybody. Today, uh, here's a phrase I didn't think I would say on the podcast, probably. Today, we are talking about the theme parks of New Hampshire. <laughs> I don't think this was ever on the board. I don't think this was like going to come up from us. But a guest has brought this to us that I'm very excited about because I love when we can explore an area we know nothing about. There's so much odd stuff that we figured out uh, uh, yeah. due, to, due to our guest. Uh, uh, he is uh, he's the host of the podcast. You are worthy with Lil Mookie B. He's one of the funniest guys around. Mookie Blakelock is here. Hi, Mookie. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey. Thanks Hi. for having me. Of course. So happy you. To have, Thank yeah. you. And um, yes, so that's this is look, it's all I could come up with. <laughs> <laughs> I love I'm it. Building it up. I, yeah, I got excited about it. No, now. it sucks. <laughs> no, I, it's right, we can no, change. We can just dumb, kill this and dumb. do it later. We're just yeah, new. No, uh, it's dumb. It's stupid. <laughs> do you want to just you, you want to do the cars ride? We'll talk about the I cars. Guess ride. Nobody likes me. I guess I'm just a oh, dumb idiot. No, no don't movie. say that. No, I guess I'm just a fucking loser. We like you. This is spinning out faster than any of episode ever we never had a spin out this is like a spin out on like lightning mcqueen's track on the cars land ride Coach, oh, clearly yeah, we yeah. should be talking about it, and i know that but that's not what we're talking look we're here not i'm very excited about, about it. yeah it's and jason i think you, jason i think you were psyched about the, the uh, about what we've found you were saying you've got a ton of tabs you're you're uh, overflowing with tabs i i yeah i think it was starting to uh slow down my computer earlier and then i lost them all because i had to restart but i got most of them back mm. i have a book i was i was wondering how to start Whoa. well i was wondering how to start researching this episode which i think we should go the other way i think we should declare like a 50 state you know we should do the sufyan and go yeah. like every state's theme parks but as i was one starting to research this i was like what park should I start with? And then I happened by a little free library that had the Amusement Park Guide, a book published in 1990. Whoa. And whoa. it gave so me the two of the parks I'm sure we're going to talk about today. Uh, New Hampshire has two entries in this. It, it is a state-by-state -state guide, and New Hampshire has two parks listed. And, um, and, were they, and were two of them the ones that I had brought to you? Uh, Canopy Lake Park. Yep. yep. Mm -hmm. Storyland. 
which I believe is part of Santa's village. Yes. Oh, ma- no, but maybe not. Maybe not Storyland. They they are separate. Storyland, <laughs> I believe, is the one. Uh, one of them is run by the people who run Kennywood in Pennsylvania. They also run Storyland. Uh, Feels like the vibe. There's some Kennywood vibes. Yeah, in these, I would say. Yeah, yeah. But all uh, the parks I read about were very like charming. A lot of natural beauty. A lot in wooded areas, mm-hmm. and and you don't get that uh, every place you build a theme park. You know. Mm-hmm. No, true. Not at all. <laughs> What's your uh, um, boogie? Like what? Well, I guess I have a couple New Hampshire questions. One, I don't think I know like um, the like the vibe of it in general. I don't know what are the like what are the stereotypes or like what you might regard as like what is like particularly well, New Hampshire. Uh, what what can you tell us in that on that front? Well, it's interesting because I feel like I kind of have a a little bit of an outsider perspective of New Hampshire as well. I grew up in Massachusetts. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And so we would, so my family, <clears throat> it, it's just, I'm an only child, so it's just me and my mom and my dad. And we would go up to New Hampshire every year for a week to the same campground every year, Minkbrook Campground in Lisbon, New Hampshire. And we would go to one of these places every year, but um, it's the only place we literally ever went on vacation. We literally never went on vacation to another place. We didn't go. We didn't like when I was four years old, we got on a plane and went to Florida and went to Disney world, which I have no recollection of. But other than that, like my, my family is very like, we like things the way we like them. And so we went to the same place. And so like, I haven't even explored New Hampshire that much, but like New Hampshire and Vermont, I feel like are kind of like the same vibe i mean they're right next to each other but it's like it's woodsy it's like cabiny there's lakes it's like a lot of um it's like it's very new englandy it's like there's lots of like lots of things are made of wood and there's like a lot of brick walkways and cobblestone and mm. stuff like that you know what i mean like it's very new england there's lighthouses and mm. like oh, sure. actually i don't think new hampshire is on the coast i think vermont is i could be wrong about that this is how how little i fucking know about anything (laughs) i can't even i can't even tell you like where towns in massachusetts are because like i was so i never went far from my town or whatever but like geographically but yeah new hampshire is like 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 woodsy new england like brick and stone and wood and um like you know cozy is it cozy it's cozy. It's like fireplaces and little shops yeah. and like dads with their shirts tucked into their shorts with sandals walking around, mm-hmm. you know, uh, getting ice cream on like a farm that has cows on it or whatever. You know, it's that's that that that's what I that's my best description of like the New Hampshire vibe. And then it's like if you keep going up New England north to like like north north to like Maine, Maine is like even more of that but it's like even almost a little more like backwoodsy and like everybody has a fucking tractor and um you know like you catch lobsters off of the off of the uh the dock what's the word i'm looking for the dock or the yeah the pier what's the uh, the harbor the harbor harbor. and like everyone has a boat and like you know that's like maine is like where you know that's where people are like you know Oh, up here in Maine, you know, that's the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Bert and I, we was walking down the beach or whatever. And so that's the, like, that's like New England, New England. That's like the, almost like Maine is almost like no man's land. And then it's like, you go down South New England and it's like Massachusetts and Connecticut and Rhode Island, which is just a totally different 
vibe, but still kind of like, you know, seaside town or whatever. But like, as you go up, uh, like, like, like Rhode Island, Cape Cod, New England is like seaside, like lighthouses. And then you keep going up to like New Hampshire, Vermont, and it starts getting like a little quieter and a little greener. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there an, is there an accent? Is there a New Hampshire like? What, is, is it a dialed back? It's like Maine? A, it's the New England accent. It's like it's like a it's like a it's a Boston accent. It's a Boston accent. Okay, a little New Hampshire. Bad. Little oh, sure, sure, sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, did you like the one place that you went on vacation, or did um, you get tired you know, of the one place you went on vacation? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere well, in between. Well, it's like so we went to so it was like. One week a year, we went to this place, Minkbrook Campground in Lisbon, New Hampshire. It's some place that like an old friend of like my dad's like took him to once and he fell in love with it. And it's like this very, very quiet campground in the middle of kind of nowhere, New Hampshire. It was like, it's like a couple hours like up into like from the New Hampshire, from the Massachusetts, New Hampshire border. Mm-hmm. And we stayed at the same campsite every year. Like my dad would book it a year in advance because he wanted the same site. And, you know, it was like us going and it was very quiet and it's like it's very woodsy. And there's like um, there's a brook that runs through it, the Mink Brook. So that's why it's called Mink Brook Campground. There's a brook that runs through it. We had a campsite that was on the brook. And like if you go to the front of the campground, it was like they had a pool and then they had a little shop with like the office and like you could, you know, a little shop you could buy like candy and like baseball cards and shit. And then they had a little they, their cool part about it is they had this big airstream trailer that they turned into an arcade. And so there were like video mm. games inside of it, like arcade oh, games, yeah. which was just like I would spend all my time there because it was just me and my parents. I was an only child and my parents were there to get away from the hustle and bustle of our lives and like read books. So they would be. Oof reading books we, we have like the pop-up trailer and shit where you tow it behind my dad's jeep and then like you know like the sides come up and expand and you know you like crank up the thing and you pull the awning out and it had two beds and like a, sh- a little shower in it and stuff and then my dad had like you know a gas stove and we like we he like really did it up it was kind of like early glamping but you know my parents like would put out like their shit their like foldable chaise lounges and read a book and i would be like throw a frisbee with me walk to the store with me and they would be like go do that by yourself (laughs) (laughs) and so i would ride my bike around like by myself i would go down to the store and they would give me money and I would, and they would be like, don't buy candy with it. And I would buy candy with it. And I would go find a place to hide and eat it. And it was just like, and then every now and then my dad would be like, all right, let's throw a Frisbee back and forth. Or like, we will go down to the pool together as a family or whatever. Or if there were other kids at other campsites, he would be like, go make friends with that kid. Even though I had like crippling anxiety, social anxiety, and like did not want to go talk to kids that I didn't know. Mm. Um, That's a vacation nightmare. Like never do I want to, I've never uh, anything, did anything good come from me trying to make friends on a trip. I don't understand. Like, and then you walk into scenes where like, you guys don't know each other before. How did this happen? I I can't make friends on trips. The only time that ever worked for me was on a cruise ship. And there was like, kids hours by age group and we were kind of forced into it it's like we don't want you just wandering a cruise ship all day and then looking back i'm like well i was 12 why not why couldn't i want you let me wander half the time anyway why did i have to do little skits and like activities and stuff you did skits (laughs) with 12 with strangers oh yeah and like crafts there was crafts and like pool hour and stuff and it was like 
Here, uh, staff occupy the children so your parents can drink at the pool before dinner time, you know? <laughs> so your parents can do the on-ship casino. <laughs> wow. I'm killing. That's it. Yeah. Um, it was fun. Wow. I mean, it was fun, but I it would never... Like, when we went to Disney or even if we went to, like, the mountains or stuff, like, it, never again did I really have that experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I didn't um, make friends with anyone on vacation. Yeah. Never happened. It sucks. What a, what a, what a like, I, I, I guess maybe as an adult and, you know, we've all got our little boomer parents, but just like, just like, go, go, go up to that kid and make friends with them. Literally just like, go walk up to that campsite right now and say, hi, my name is Michael Blakelock. And can I please play with your daughter or whatever? And I'm like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? That is a nightmare. I don't want to talk to that kid. I'm too. I'm I'm literally scared of that person. Like I don't want to talk to people I don't know. Yeah, and it's sure. kids, yeah. so they might say, "Get out of here, idiot!" Like it might be, <laughs> like it won't happen yeah. if you like. If you're like, I want to try to like talk to this girl or talk to these people at a bar. It that might probably won't happen as an adult, but like, get the hell out of my face could happen know. with a child. Yeah, or get and. Or, or like I go up to it and it's just like, hi, can I play? Or, and then it's like, oh, so you're just our responsibility now. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah, walking exactly. the on this trip like, can I play cards with you guys or whatever? Just like my parents don't want to do it. So like I'm now now I'm your problem. <laughs> yeah, and all of these awful. parks, the, the New England kind of parks, it seems if you look on their websites, like places to stay. They're sending you to either a campground or they're sending you to uh, like a motel, essentially. Yeah. And because sure. it's very rusty. I usually like if you look up Six Flags, places to stay in the area, it'll have a link to like, all right, there's a Courtyard Marriott. There's a Hilton Garden Inn. Less the case, seemingly, in New England. It's a lot of still little motor lodges. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's it's all especially like in that area of New Hampshire, it's like it's very like you start getting into like like the wilderness where it's like there's you're going to have to like if you're at this campground, you're going to have to drive 25 minutes to get to something to do. Right, right. Which is the thing, which, you know, speaking of what we're speaking of, but like that would be the thing. So like we would go up there for a week every summer and then one day of the week we would like take a day trip out to like one of these places. Oh, right. that's the, the trip is to the one place, but this is the, all right, I guess we should do something. So you go to one of these. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is just like, we cannot be here every single day. So we would go into like, or, or it would be like a couple days. So it would be like, you know, one day we would go into like Littleton, New Hampshire, which was like a couple towns over. And they had like a little town square with like a bookstore. And we would go to the bookstore mm. and like, they would they would be like we will buy you a book and you can read a book from this place or mm-hmm. or we would go to Santa's Village or we would go to Clark String Bears. Canopy Lake Park was not a vacation thing for me. That was just another New Hampshire like that's the big New Hampshire like like independent like little amusement park that I had been to many times. But that's separate from these vacations that I took with my. But if we took a day trip, we would either go and it was and it was we went there for years, and yeah. it, we would go to every year it was. Last year, we went to Clark's Trading Post, and this year, we'll go to Santa's Village. And next year, we will go to Clark's, and then the next year, we will go to Santa's Village. And then next year, we'll go to Clark's. And then it got to a point where, like, 
you know, when I was like maybe 12 or 13 or 14 for like a couple of years, they were like, you can bring a friend. So you have somebody, mm. they were like, this kid is going fucking stir crazy. You can bring one of your friends. And then when I was like 15, they were like, you can stay home alone for a oh. week while we go oh. out. And I was that fucking ruled. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Victory. <laughs> but yeah, th- those were, those were my day. Those were my experiences with those smaller places where it was just like, we would go to those two places every year. Mm-hmm. So then do you like, did you uh, like them or was, was it like, well, it's a place, there's, there's distractions, there's signs I can point at and that will fill time. I mean, I think I it was like up. Stockholm syndrome where it's like, well, I have to like it because I don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like, I hate going here. I'm like, I think that my dad tells me every year that I like this. And so I believe it mm-hmm. because like, I'm, I'm your hostage. I'm your, like your lifelong hostage. <laughs> That's yeah. There's a, there is yeah. a point. There's points for, I think it happens a lot when you're a kid and either like you finally realize you can have like an opinion or yeah. you can have, have a choice about something. Like when I was a kid and I was playing soccer a few years in a row and I didn't realize I hated soccer until my mom said, you know, you don't have to play it. Because like she got my mo- she got the sense that I was not maybe that into soccer because I'd run away from the ball and only cared about getting a hot dog <laughs> after the game. And then she th- pre- she presented that to me. And I remember going, oh, I don't want to play soccer anymore. But it, up until that point, yeah. I felt, oh, I'll be playing soccer for my whole life. There'll yes. be never a time when I won't be playing <laughs> soccer. Yes. That's just who I am. It's just yeah, I, I was told that this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And. There's no part of me that goes like, well, mother and father are certainly not wrong. <laughs> They're always right. In fact, <laughs> they know they happen to know everything and I actually know nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I stuck around in Boy Scouts and baseball for probably a year or two lo- too long because I was like, oh, well, I don't want to upset anyone by not doing this. And then once I started doing school plays, I was like. Well, I found this and I like this more. So yeah. I think I'm just going to gravitate towards this. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's a uh, move. Mookie, when you were going on the trip, were you like, at least you think like, okay, that candy store is good and the arcade is good. Cause that's obviously that would have appealed to me. And I'd be like, oh yeah, it's the, you know, old time confectionery with a bunch of taffy or something. I'm just imagining I mean- what it is. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, literally, it was like a little, it, it was like a tiny, like, like the size of like my bedroom, like, um, mm. like just it, like corner store. It, it was, it was literally like, it was like the front desk to the campground. So it's like uh. when you cut, when you pull in and you're checking in, you go in this little shop and then there's the lady who owns the place behind the desk and you go, hi, we're in site number, we're the Blake locks and we're in site number 36 or whatever. And then they go, great, welcome. And then, you know, it happens to just be a little general store where it's like, they got a little freezer with like ice cream sandwiches in it and stuff. And mm-hmm. like, you know, you can get like candy bars and candy and like fruit pies and shit like that. But it's like it's like the office slash front desk slash little general store where like you could uh, go. It, it, it's like where you would go and like outside you could buy like fire, like bundles of firewood or like, you know, they had like it was almost like a little market where it's like you can get marshmallows and Hershey bars and graham crackers to like go make mm-hmm. s'mores at your campsite kind Got, of thing. Gotcha. It, I'll be honest. I said it before. It sounds cozy. The whole thing sounds very cozy. It's cozy. It's it cozy. Does. Yeah. But I can see how you might bristle just doing these things over and over again, especially because Santa's Village and like Storyland fall into the category of this is an amusement park catering 
to 12 and under, maybe <laughs> right. 13 oh, and under. Yeah. So as you're hitting adolescence, it, it, the, this stuff hits less and less. My fam- I, I feel like my family got so into theme parks that we, we tapered off from like Storybook Land or uh, uh, Dutch Wonderland kind of parks kind of quickly. Right. And I mean, like, I, I understand, I understand this more now as like an adult, like approaching 40, but like, you know, like I got what was appealing to my parents. It was just like, it's a quiet, relaxing place that has a babbling brook running through it. And I get to escape the hustle and the bustle of, uh, Ashland, Massachusetts. And, (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. and like, go and like i get to like read books and be in nature and stuff like that and it's like yeah i i might like that now right but just like as a kid you're like i mean it's fun to just be like we're getting in the car and we're going someplace different and like it is fun and like we're we're like sleeping in a tent or whatever and it's cool but it's also just like i mean as a kid for most of it it's just like I have like child energy and I'm just like, and I have nobody to fucking play with or do anything. And it's like, I want to do way more than they want to do. And it was always just them just being like, can we please just sit here and read a, read the new uh, Janet Ivanovich. uh, (laughs) Look, you don't understand Mookie. It's two for the show. We read one for the money last summer. Two for the dough. Two for the dough. Excuse me. Read again. Deadly. Four to score. High five. Stephanie Plum is back, and I'm the last person in my office to read about her adventures. Those books are so funny that they just like there's like 23 of them or whatever, and like the like the the names just start being like like it's 12. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, What do you do after there's no puns involved in any numbers north of 19? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They had three good ones. They had one for the money, two for the dough, three to get deadly. Uh, one score. One for the money, of course, made into a movie starring Katherine Heigl. That's uh, right. It, it, <laughs> it's glued into my mind uh, as the only movie I've ever seen sold tickets, tickets sold on Groupon for a movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah it was a it was box office boffle my my parents were like that was one of the worst movies we've ever seen and we love those stephanie plum books mm. like yeah it's such a they got sucker because they like the book oh my god group rates like how they did like what they did with like passion of the christ <laughs> get your group together oh no no groupon like get a oh no i know yeah, yeah. ticket yeah yeah boy that's crazy uh, um yeah, you know what i i went to i have a new hampshire memory too which is similar to this is the high end of this is the 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 like oh this, this is the the like annoying <laughs> fancy version of the the boring place do you know what the what the balsams is does that no. sound familiar do you know about dixville notch new hampshire Mm-mm. The Dixville Notch is the town where only like seven people live there and they get up early and vote first thing so that they can be the first place where the election results come in. In, in the New Hampshire, well, and they, you mean in the primary? Because the New Hampshire primary is the big one. Or you just mean the election that that's like as a collective um, group, they're like, we're getting up early so we can have this claim to fame. 
Is the New Hampshire primary the first primary? Yes. In, in yes, it's before yeah. the Iowa caucus. Then that must be the thing. Like they cast their president vote first of all, is it's the first state and they're the first town and they all know each other. So they wake yeah. up and uh, it's the it's the most like odd mundane little. Fe- but there's like a <laughs> there's a really nice resort near there where you get to learn about this tradition and how it's been going for hundreds of years and i was watching videos about the place and it flashed me right back to like yes it's pretty it's so pretty there was nothing i wanted less as a kid than pretty (laughs) pretty is so pretty was absolutely boring and and now in retrospect i feel like my parents probably took me to some like jaw-dropping places where i was like no but it's not i would like absolutely rather be playing mario kart than any any one of these places <laughs> yeah. yeah leave boom. me at home with a bunch of sunny delights or you something just, you just the, the beauty of moo farms is better than anything that's in yeah. new hampshire <laughs> that's right yeah they all have like egyptian levels like the deserts the all oh, the winds you see there that's one of the wonders yeah. of the world hey i relate to that yeah. um i think also that was a hotel that i really specifically this is how fancy and traditional the hotel was is that they um i, I remember getting there this is very important to me because it was the season premiere of the simpsons when we got there you can't miss the see these will never be able to be seen again no one's oh, tracking the God. simpsons if i don't see it now i'll never see it mom dad drop i don't go fancy dinner or whatever <laughs> your plan i do not want to do it i want to watch the simpsons no matter what and they and then i am told no 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 this is a traditional resort there are not televisions in the room i'm sorry what are you talking this the whole summer is ruined wait but that's okay there is a television room we did at some point recognize that these ghost children (laughs) want to see tv and they opened a tv and now i'm like wait a minute i as a 13 year old have to convince the room to put on this show or else i will miss the show and thankfully there was enough group think that we wanted to watch it and then it was my the one we were just talking about was it the oh wait the, the which is the one, one we agreed was the yes edison and then Ooh. like so after all that then it's the episode that lets you know that the show is no longer good <laughs> absolutely <laughs> awful memory all of this uh, all this lovely. i have to go to the tv room and i have to i think i had to wear a coat you have to wear a coat to sit in a room and watch well, television. like a fancy restaurant Yes, yes, a coat for a child. Oh. I had to wear a little coat for the so that I could wa- Yes. <laughs> and my parents loved this. We came back from this trip. I, I remember, like, my sister and I still talk about it, that my mom, like a threat in the car as we were leaving the place, said, from now on, when we get home, Wednesdays will be fancy Wednesdays. We will all dress up, and we will oh, eat dinner Jesus. as a family, and we will look nice. And I was like, for no one, for us only? I have to wear his coat while we eat like fish sticks. Oh, what are you talking about? I, I love when like suburban parents like get outside of their bubble and see something and then they go, okay, we are doing this now. This is, <laughs> we, we are now making a change. And this is, this is the rule of the, this is the law of the land from now on. Do you understand? And then it lasts for like, you know, a couple of weeks or so something. many. Like, yeah. Stupid. I, yeah. There will be like a, which chore. is what, like making, we're going to make our own pasta. Now we, I'm, yeah. I'm not buying it out of the bags anymore. We'll do it together and you will cut the shapes and I will put them into the grinder. <laughs> and then it's so bad. The first time you try, we had like allowance, like chore allowance, 
We're like, we're doing this now. You're not just going to get money when you beg for something. Here's what you do. That's what will reward you. 25 cents per. You make your bed. You clean your. Okay, that's how we're doing it. Three weeks later, out the window. It's just the begging system yeah. for whatever you want. It is back in play. It's gone. Such it's a over. black and white, all or nothing, just like there's no like um patience or like examination of like you know there's stuff in our family that maybe isn't working or i don't like the attitude of my kids or something and then you see one other idiot be like my family does it this way and you're like we're doing it this way and you don't have a say in it and we're doing it and if we don't do it you're in you're in trouble and then they're the ones that give up on it and then like a month later when you're back to the way that you know business as usual in your family you're just like do you want me to go um my family's was like, I said, I'm, they think I, they thought I said I was bored too much. I was always like, I'm bored. And so my, we, we, we took a bunch of piece, little slips of paper and wrote like a things to do, like do a puzzle, like read a book, like take a walk. <laughs> and if I ever said I'm bored, we would put them in a drawer and I would open the drawer and pick one out and be like, okay, do a puzzle. And now like we do, you know, that's like the shit we would do if I was bored. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, so fu- like walking over to that fucking drawer, my mom being like, let's go over to the drawer and pick something to do if you're bored and then pick out something where it's like, you know, it's like build a castle of of blocks and it's like oh this fucking sucks <laughs> and then and of course after a while it was just like i'm bored and they were like well i don't know what to tell you <laughs> yeah I, i'm bored is not like I, I think kids just say that as like a response yeah. you know it's it's like a little verbal tick and it's like yeah well you'd, I, you're probably not really bored you probably just need like the equivalent of jangling keys in front of your face but yeah. you're seven you're that i can't jangle keys so and you didn't fucking give me a brother or a sister to play with so like me a child has to fill 24 hours of the fucking day yeah that's true <laughs> myself i gotta figure it out that's a lot you yeah. really advanced my mental arguments for should i have a, another child this is this is could push me a long way it's your life it's your family it's your whatever but just let you know do you really want your kid to turn out like me scott <laughs> well scott i have one brother and do you want him to turn out like me so oh, these are boy. your options <laughs> i'm these looking down options. two different river paths that's, i don't know which that's right i just I'm, crashed down the middle <laughs> as we're saying all this so i'm realizing like oh yeah that you know my family did little bits of this but it's like well, it's kind of chill looking back in some ways because i'm realizing like well my mom was the youngest of five and my dad's the youngest of four so i think maybe at some point they're like all right well let's uh let's keep a quieter house like let's not <laughs> let's uh we don't have to do this insanity <laughs> like our parents did these are numbers of siblings that are impossible like they are you could maybe get your head around mill oh, all right maybe i could have a kid and not go bankrupt but five like do are we going to know anyone our age with five children unless it's a, an accident well and also if i when i've asked what did my grandparents do it's always like well, he did a little of this and a little of that. Like, it's never like, oh, I was at this job for 30 years or that sort of thing for our parent. I mean, my dad worked for a long time, but like, yeah, my grand, I feel like my uh, uh, grandparents were retired by the time I knew them, but, but they jumped around to other jobs a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Hey everybody, Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here, DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger the Fourth. Hi, hi, hi. Can't we, wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now. Yeah. Um, we should get to these parks or we're sure. we, we have the least well, <laughs> theme we, park content, but it's all applicable. We got, we're in the vibe now. We're so we're in the vibe. We're in the new. Yeah. I was told vibe. this is a loose structure. Oh yes. No, no, no. Oh. That, is, that is correct. I'm just yeah, making sure we good. do it. No, that's what I was told. That's what I was told. <laughs> mm. There's no, there's no itinerary. There's no every five minutes. Uh, th this happens. Uh, um, here, let's just start. Let's, let's start tossing them out. Can't, can it be Lake park? This seems like the biggest of the, this is like the most like major yeah. theme park uh, of all the, so this was not, this this was a separate trip. This was not in the regular rotation. Yes, this was not in the and I'm not even remembering where it is. I think it's a little closer like to like Nashua, New Hampshire, which is like a little closer to the like Massachusetts, New Hampshire border. Um, but Candy Bee Lake Park was like the like um, I, I don't know how to describe it, but just like, you know, the independent, like small local like theme park, but like with legitimate like roller coasters and stuff. Yeah. Family owned seemingly, which is I sort of so, rare. Yeah. It, it was yes. like the place where you went like on a school trip or on a camp trip or like, you know, your friend is like, we're going to Canopy Lake Park if you want to come with us. And uh, that was like, you know, it was like an hour and a half away or something like that. You know what I mean? And that that was the like that was like a full like theme park with like rides and roller coasters and um you know, like fried dough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 30 sure. miles outside of Boston. So pretty okay. close. Serves that area. Originated as a trolley park. And this was mm. like where like trolleys. Like or something. Yes, that's right. And, and so where trolleys would terminate, uh, Kennywood, I mentioned, uh, in Pittsburgh, also a trolley park, Dorney Park and Wildwater Kingdom in Allentown, Pennsylvania, also a trolley park. And when I was looking at the Wikipedia and I saw the phrase trolley park, I'm like, there's no way Jason will not say this phrase. That phrase is like Jason right. Bates. It's like a little crate was put up off in front of a sign that said that's, trolley park. That's right. And there used to be quite a few trolley parks in America, but as the automobile uh, rose in prominence, a lot the trolley lines closed and a lot of the parks went away or they evolved into uh, amusement parks. But there are still 13 left. That started as a uh, uh, trolley Thank parks. God. Yes, thank God. <laughs> How are the trolleys doing? Yeah. Do those work? Oh, no, they're long dead. They <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> all, all burn up, but... But late at night, you can still hear the sound that a trolley makes. Out of <laughs> yeah. The ghost Clang of a trolley. of the yeah. rail? Do, what, do they have a horn? Uh, if anyone knows how, what trolleys do, it's Jason. It clank, they go clank, 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 as we learned in Meet Me in St. Louis. Of oh, course. That's, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. This. Um, uh, yeah, so this seems like your... Jason, we were saying, this is, this is like a Kennywood feel to this a little. You, you'd probably dig this mm -hmm. place, I'd imagine. Yeah, I mean, it's the... It, it's right up my alley. It reminds me a lot of Knoebels Park in Pennsylvania, another older park. Um, it's got a few roller coasters. It's got a dark ride. Um, they do a Halloween event, and it also is the uh, was the inspiration for a Stephen King novel called Joyland, 
one of the newer Stephen King novels. Uh, That's unsettling, though. Yeah. <laughs> that seems scary, yeah. Uh, um, what was the vibe? Like, did I, I, um, I don't know. What, like, what, what, did, you was the one who went here. Like, like, did you have fun when you, when you went here, Mickey? Yeah, I mean, this, my, 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 my fondest memory is that um, it was the first time I went on an upside-down roller coaster. Mm-hmm. So they had the cork, the corkscrew is like their big fun upside-down roller coaster. So it's not like a full loop roller coaster. It's like a you go up and you do a little twist, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I remember going with my dad and like him being like, you're going to love it. And me being like a scared little boy and being like, no, it's scary. And he's like, let's just get in line. Let's do it. He convinced me to do it. And it was like one of those where like we did it. And I was like, that was the most fun thing I've ever done. And we got back in line and we went on it like three more times. It was like my first upside down roller coaster experience. It was, it was a fond memory. Mm. Oh, that's um, great. there's that there's the corkscrew and then they have like the really old i think it's like the oldest or like one of the oldest they have the um the yankee cannonball which is like their old wooden roller coaster like the like the standard wooden roller coaster um which what was a like name rickety and fun and then like the only other thing i can remember there was like they have one of those like what's the fucking it's like the gravitron like it just spins really fast and then they drop the floor out from under you like they have one of those oh it's i mean that's why i always call it a gravitron yeah like a tilt a whirl or or not a tilt a whirl but just like you know you get sucked up against the side of the thing but those were like the big rides there oh and they had a big um they had this really cool one where it's like you know one that just spins and it's like you're you're like sitting in a thing that's hanging from hanging from like wires and you just basically just get like flung around or whatever. Okay. You know what I mean? It's a bunch of little things that you sit on. They were like shaped like roosters and you sit in them and they're, you're hanging from a wire and it spins and you're just like going around the thing. Maybe that's more like tilt a whirl or whatever. No, uh, maybe it's not. Well, the tilt a whirl is like, yeah, that like half kind of, I don't know how you'd even describe it. Like it's like sort of circular back and then there's a little seat and then it spins as the whole thing spins as well. It's literally just like, you're just getting swung around by a wire, but you're sitting in a thing. Anyways, a little (laughs) chair. It's like a little chair, like a little swing kind of thing. It almost was like a little, like, um, I'm trying to find, they were these big roosters and they could fit two people. So it's like, you're almost sitting in like a little, like, um, I don't fucking know. It's like a little spinner ride. Like a little car, yeah. Like, you're just sitting in a thing. You're, like, sitting in a little... um, Is it like... Hold on, I'll show you a photo here. Is it like this one uh, here? Is it like this thing right here? Yes. Yeah. But but there were less... There were less things, and the things were bigger. The things could fit, like, two people in them. And there was probably, like, ten of them in the whole thing. And then you would just... It would just get swung around. Gotcha. Sure. Um, if we were a different kind of theme park podcast, this would only be all we know the names of the things and we say <laughs> all of the names and we say the manufacturers and there are no jokes. Oh, and that's if you want that podcast, like park, it huh? exists and the audio is way worse than <laughs> ours. So you might want to stay with us. Hey, um, Yankee, Yankee Cannonball was made by the Philadelphia Toboggan Company, who has made quite a few rides see? in the last hundred years. Jason's got your cover. Your so, Jason's got yeah, the, uh, all the information. Let me. Uh, I think the question you asked me was, "Do I, what are my memories of that?" And uh, my memories are, um, I I wish I had more of them. I think my whole childhood was just like fear and anxiety, and so like I don't retain a lot of memories. <laughs> but I remember going with a friend of mine, my friend Bear Klaus. His name was Robert Klaus, but we called him Bear. Mm-hmm. And um, we would go, and we would like it would be like this whole like um, fantasy. Like we like 
for some reason I always uh, we like me and my friends always had these fantasies of like we're characters on a TV show and like so like we're like when we get in the park we're like these characters and so we're like we're like these two guys who like are on some adventure and we're in a movie and like uh you know the roosters are like we're we have a big pet rooster and we fly on it or whatever and like I don't know that's like that's my (laughs) You were having you like had one play. fantasy. You had personas. Yeah. We, 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 wow. we, we, it wasn't just like we're going to the park. It's like we are. We're turning this experience into like this is a fantasy of like we are these two cool guys, and um, this is an adventure that we're on. And each of the rides is like part of our adventure or whatever. So that's it like, my. It was like Muppet Babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you would have just like kind of a fantastical. A fantasy journey. I guess exactly. it's not. They were in the nursery, so they weren't even in a cool place like a theme park. But they're in a, you're in a cool place imagining it's a cooler place or that you're cooler people. I yes, guess. That, right. that would be it. Yes, <laughs> that I that I I would um, I would die if I had to just be myself. <laughs> <laughs> so is that why you take on personas and play characters? Is that like, yeah, you no, go it's, into- you know, I think the coolest thing about acting and performing is that you get to be whoever you want to be. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. You, you, know, you, yeah. you could be, be the queen else. of England. <laughs> or you could start, I think something cut out there. Street. You became some. <laughs> Wait, Mookie's cutting out. There's these other uh, people showing up. And so who, who else got the Zoom link? <laughs> well, so far, so the queen of England and. Uh, and a bum on the street. And a bum on the street. <laughs> I think both from the same part and of Penn England. Penn State assistant football coach nope. Jerry Sandusky. You okay. Could be anybody. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Maybe you shouldn't be anybody. Uh, Blackout. Yeah. <laughs> you can be anyone in your wildest fantasies. <laughs> um, do you, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself here, but do you remember the characters at the park? Oh, God. This is like going to be too embarrassing. I think it was like we were, whatever it was, it was like we were supposed to be two guys who are very cool and like we're starring in our own TV show and it's about the two of us being like <laughs> being like like two adventurers or something where it's like like I feel like there was like a fantasy element to it where it was like there were people chasing us and we had to like get away from them and fight them so it's like you know we're on the rooster thing going around and the the people in the rooster thing behind us are chasing us with their own rooster or like you know mm-hmm. like the 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 like the corkscrew roller coaster is like us like on some like train track like getting away from the people that are chasing us or something like that again that's like to the best of my memory that's mm-hmm. it was something like that where it was like because we would play these characters like not at the theme park too it would be like when we were just hanging out but the oh, theme wow park was like the theme park was like the the theme park was like you, you know what it's like um like the special episode of family matters where they shoot it at Disney world or whatever. It's like that, where it's like the, the, the special on location episode of the, the fantasy TV show that we are in at canopy Lake park, where normally when we're playing at one of our houses, we're just two guys that have, that have that shoot guns and play with swords or whatever. But when, but when we're at canopy Lake park, it's like now we have flying roosters and um, like uh tilt a world tracks that like, pull us into other dimensions or whatever so, oh, we had we had we had we had wonderful imaginations i admire that you found someone who would commit to this with you because i feel like i would have flights of fancy like this 
as a child, <laughs> and I would never in a million years utter them out loud. I would be like this. I cannot vocalize this where I will be put in a straitjacket. <laughs> like, they will wheel me away. Uh, I probably and- had something where I, like, for some reason, because I felt embarrassed about every fucking breath that I took as a child, where it was just like, I don't know, maybe there was no filter on this one, or, like, this friend in particular was just like, I do that stupid dorky shit too, idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that you had, like, a, like a long narrative. It was like yeah. a... Like a long serialized pro TV show or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's like only child stuff to me where it's just like, I'm alone with my imagination 24 seven. So if any, if, if anybody wants to like do this with me, like, please, you're welcome. <laughs> sure. <Wow>. Yeah. Thanks <laughs> I'm a like lot of psyche, sense. a major service. I know. I'm just like, I've, I've got all these, I've got all these. I, it's kind of how I feel now. It's like, I have all these incredible creative thoughts in my head and I just need to get them out. <laughs> yeah, of course. And if we Why were a we different kind of podcast, podcast. right? <laughs> we would spend the next half an hour or so exploring those kind of things, but we don't have time. No. We don't have time. We have to say facts. We have to say when things opened. Um, we, we, you we know, there's to... there's characters in the. Uh, That's you right. don't have to just invent your own characters in the part. You can meet some characters. They're not tied to Disney or or Warner Brothers or any of these things. They had to make up their own things. Uh, uh, so, so, you know, they have a set of characters. I feel like, Jason, maybe you have more about the, about you the, have the list, Jason? Uh, I have pictures, but I didn't really find names. There's a video where some of them have, there's like a video where they go through character boot camp. Did you find that? It I can't saw that. Park? Yeah, like, like it was just a little promotional video. They do YouTube uh, content. They, They're they, they, content makers too. Yeah, they they also probably have to. I bet that place has changed a lot since the last time I was there. I mean, the last time I was there was probably like at least twenty years ago. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, well, yeah. So they have a YouTube channel. That's one thing that happened. Uh, Wouldn't have been possible then. So like I, didn't, a, I didn't do any research. Kind of a poorly labeled YouTube channel too. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this guy. I came across this guy a lot with a button nose. Well, that's he's patches. Pa- he's patches. We that's know Pat. patches. He's patches. Okay. <laughs> Mike and I both. We, well, he <laughs> says it on his stomach. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just funny how much we both wanted patches, to say. Patches, 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 patches. And no, he's uh, a teddy bear. Nobody the, said. Te- yeah, I got was first the, uh, a teddy bear. Yeah, that's the that's the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio once upon a time in Hollywood meme when he's pointing at the uh, when he's pointing at the <laughs> patches patches sure, when you patches. when you that feeling when you see patches. <laughs> that's the meme. We will tweet that. You're giving that's us patches. content. Thank you. You got it, guys. Hey, look at that motherfucker. Who's that? This guy's great. Hey, I like him. Is that? I think his name might be Dapper the Dog. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. Dapper the Dog. Sometimes you could find them because if you look on their Instagram, they hashtag it. With the name, um, yeah. Dapper Dog. There's Molly Mouse. Am I wrong about that? That I think I'm right. I, I think that's right. Yeah. I, I recall none of these like mascots, so I, I don't know if they like were a more recent addition to it, or I just wasn't paying attention. Hmm. They might be new. I was that's too busy that's little to get kid stuff too. Or yeah, yeah, that's kid stuff. That's stupid. Maybe they you didn't want to hang out with Simon the Slug. <laughs> Maybe they didn't fit in the narrative you would have been constructed, and then you just sort of ignored yeah. them because they weren't. They were like, that's not part of the world. Anthropomorphic animals. Yeah. No. 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 Oh, yeah i'm like well look we're on we're, we have a structure here we're in, yeah. we're in act two and you're not gonna fuck this up we can't change the reality of the story now 
<laughs> By bring more of a two-hander. <laughs> yeah, we don't have time to visit Castaway Island. We can't weave that into the narrative. Oh, oh I love like this guy. Park? That's a cool parrot. Yeah, they have a very like compact but pretty pretty thorough water park that has a I I think I saw it called a tidal tidal river. It's like a combination wave pool lazy river, which I have never encountered that before. Huh. So it's sending waves along while you're going. It's yeah. like giving you a little uh, uh, That's cool. A tidal that's river. Neat. Yeah. Ooh, I'm huh. into that. Um huh. another neat thing is that uh there were a bunch of it was all family that wanted to bring their hunting knives into the park and the park didn't want them to have hunting knives so the security said they couldn't and then they got in a fight with the security and kicked the security guard in the head and then i think they the whole family went to jail i want to hunt we were hunting patches <laughs> I'm rip I'll bring up. his head home in uh, a duffel bag. <laughs> tear his fluff out. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have two quick things here from Instagram I'd like to bring up. Please, uh, yes. Uh, this is a, a, from a couple years ago. This is a performance by a band called Aeromyth. The tribute oh, band no. to Aerosmith. <laughs> Aerosmith. <laughs> Aerosmith. And you can see this man kind of looks like Steven Tyler if he you does squint. Kinda. And this kind of looks like guitarist Brad Bradley Whitford, not the actor. <laughs> Other did you Bradley know that? Whitford. Did you know that my dad? You didn't know this. I, I know don't, don't know, know what this. you're about to say. My dad, when my dad was like 19 years old in uh, in Massachusetts, was in a band with Brad Whitford from. <gasps> wow! My dad was the bass player in a band. They were called Sounds of the Poets. Oh wow! <laughs> that is huge. There's a lot of Aerosmith discourse damn. on this podcast, and that's we big, see Aerosmith that's comes up all the damn time. <laughs> I but this is this is a useful piece of Aerosmith info. I love it. Well, so he kind of helped form the sound in a way. Yeah, he was yeah. Sort of I, in the thoroughly. As my dad says it, I don't know if this is true, but that he left my dad's band to join Aerosmith. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. He's like, I'm playing with these other guys who are more talented than you, Andy Blakelock. Oh man, did he? Does he? Did he ever stay in contact with him? he i like coincidentally this is the only thing that i i went to there was a kid who was in my kindergarten class who was his nephew and i remember my dad asked his mom one time who was his sister Mm -hmm. like hey ask your brother brad if he remembers andy blakelock and the conclusion was like he said he did (laughs) (laughs) okay something that was the only Not yeah, nothing. that was the only and then years later, my dad worked for a company called California Closets that would uh organize mm. that would like um uh design uh like organization for people's closets. And I, uh I okay, I got very excited go because I worked for the container store and we had alpha shelving and I planned closets for people and California closets was always the thing we'd say, Well, that's too expensive. They come to your house, you don't need to do uh, that. You come in well, store. That's why my dad, yeah. Wow, Fuck that's you, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm mad at I'm mad at you now. Don't talk about my dad like that. Um, but he worked for California Closets, and he uh, they were expensive closets, and he would be going to like all these crazy expensive houses, and he did uh, Joe Perry's closets. Wow, really? Yeah. Whoa. Wow, that's what a wild. Man, and, book and met Joe Perry and was like, he was like, I went there for a consultation, and I was talking to like his assistant, and it was like eight in the morning, and like at a certain point, like Joe Perry in like a satin robe, like stumbled out with like a <laughs> cup of coffee, and was like, Are you doing my closets? 
<laughs> and then I was like, did you ask him, did you tell him that you used to be in a band with Brad Whitford? And he was like, no, I was at work. Mm-hmm. Very professional. <laughs> yeah, it's closet time. I'm at work. Yeah. Man, that's great. And I've I have yet to have that's so crazy. California closets. We would hear that all the time as our like they were our enemy when I worked at the oh, container yeah, they, store. That that makes total sense because it's like truly it was just my dad would just be like, You won't believe the fucking houses I'm going to to design closets. It was like all for rich people. Yes. So yeah, we were, we were, it was still very expensive to put in the alpha shelving that I was designing for people, I think, but it was not nearly as bad as uh, the California closet price. (laughs) Wow. So this is truly a sign of the way musicians like former working man musicians like Joe Perry can lose their way and lose sight of what the, what the common man wants. What's wrong with the closet you have, you fucking. (laughs) You made your first album in a closet. You didn't, right. didn't need a reorganization. <laughs> Good point. Um, yeah. All right, lost, so, they lost touch. But Aerosmith keeps the spirit alive. Aerosmith. Uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry for the tangent. No, no I no. love the tangent. No, that's crucial info. Multiple great pieces there. Um, also, yeah, the really. first commenter on this is Abby Elliott. Is that that Abby Elliott? <laughs> mm. It's the impersonator from Target. I don't think it this is. This doesn't no, look like this is okay, the Abby Elliot. We, we don't have to. We don't have to. I just was curious. <laughs> no, let's look at all of her photos if, and describe if, them. If the real Abby Elliot was commenting on Arrow Myths uh, Instagram. <laughs> that would have been a very small world. Yeah. A little too yeah. small. Arrow Myth. Um, too perfect. So, so real quick, we'll let me here. just, I'm going to show you a picture of a recently redesigned color scheme for the Tilt-A-Whirl at this park. And you tell me what this looks like. Okay, real quick. Uh, here we go. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> okay, so it's a booth. It's a little like shell, and it's got f- stars that are reminiscent of the American flag, but then uh-huh. also a, a big blue line. Okay. A, a, right. Oh, line. man. Oh, no. Okay, I'm not crazy, Between right? The- no, no, I saw, no. I saw it right away. Okay, good. I don't. Is-, is that what they're intending? I, I don't know. Maybe, but it's the line is just like the cushion. That's cushioning right, you that from was banging the, around in the Tilt-A-Whirl. That was yeah, the color is, before. But it's also a full blue. I'm not seeing any red anywhere. There's you know no I mean? red, and no. I don't know if that's an accident. I think this is a Blue Lives Matter Tilt-A-Whirl, is what I'm saying. And I've never <laughs> no, seen no. that before. Uh, so that's where you could, at least at, this, at September 21st, 2020, that's what the kenobi park had going did they redesign it like early last summer <laughs> like when did uh when did it the get last this four scheme? years yeah <laughs> i i went through the comments to see if anyone like noticed it and i don't think they did yeah i there's oh, wait, so wait. much somebody oh. went hey did you change the colors on this one so somebody just <laughs> maybe innocently enough curiosity. innocently enough was like what what happened this is different <laughs> So, I kind of like them better. I don't know what it is I like about this, but I like the new colors that you did. I'm going to ride this Tilt-A-Whirl and yell and yell. Yeah, this is... <laughs> yeah. Get pumped up and then see what else I can do with that energy. Fox and Friends should broadcast from this Tilt-A-Whirl every morning. <laughs> Steve Ducey should ride the Tilt-A-Whirl. <laughs> that group now is always... Yeah, just twirling. The camera. twirling. <laughs> don't you just... Do what the officer says. <laughs> Aren't they to blame in a way too? Lock the, blah, blah. Lock if you the do camera. what the officer says, then nothing bad will happen to you. <laughs> I think they just don't know about it. That's why there's been no broadcast from here. 
I would like to, if this podcast caused them to like, you know, put a purple <laughs> cushion in there instead. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's, yeah, I don't know. I think that's just a stock head cushion on a Tilt-A-Whirl, yeah. I don't know, no. Jason's giving them a little too much credit, I think. <laughs> I don't, well, no, because like uh, uh, in, the col- in the original colony states, red, white, and blue, is so- especially in New England, I feel like. Right, Mookie, do you think that like they just slap red, white, and blue colonial shit on everything? Where's the red, Jason? <laughs> where's yeah, the, where's red? the red? There's some red behind there on some <laughs> other red. Um, you mean like, does New England have just like a red, white, and blue aesthetic like naturally? I th- right, just in terms of the design, like I feel sure. like parts of sure like i mean yeah it's like every it's like every it's i feel like when you think of new england maybe this isn't reality but it's like everything looks like it's like a fourth of july parade or something you know what i mean mm-hmm. where there's like yeah. those little what are those little like half circle like red white and blue like ruffle flags or whatever that are like hanging off of shit i think maybe it's not that but that's what you're led to believe yeah that feels right yeah. to me as somebody who's not been to the states and just knows it from media i guess yeah you know it from like uh it chapter two right yes yeah so that feels right so yeah anyway um if Um, you're you're a listener go ahead ahead. no 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 you go i was just gonna say just if you're uh do it do a report if you're around there and just see what's going on maybe the red red, is hidden white and blue is maybe the red is is on the side side. and we're not seeing it we're being we're being stupid somebody's gotta check this out for us maybe just that one car is maybe all the different cars are different uh designs that one was yeah, that, that, that cart. That cart. That cart was uh, donated by the uh, New mm-hmm. Hampshire Police Department. The National <laughs> one, Police Department. And one is like a snake and says, "Don't tread on me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so where uh, we go, on we go all. One's just a Sean Hannity's face painted on the back of it. <laughs> Everyone's different. They're all different cars. The tilt world. I don't think we said they do have a ride. They have a shoot the shoot ride, which Mookie shoot the shoot is all they call it. The longer log flumes that fit like eight or ten in a row, um, like the Jurassic Park ride. Um, oh, okay. That attraction at Kenobi is called, uh, uh Canopy, excuse me, it's called the Boston Tea Party. Uh, yes, mm. I, I vaguely remember that ride, yeah. Again, just profiting off any, like, colonies shit, like New England, <laughs> uh, Revolutionary <laughs> yeah. War. Uh, I I lost track of the number of times I went to battlefields or like old farms or like this is how they ran a big crop when they had to cut the crops, you know. <laughs> yeah, I I like I New England is so like um you know, there's a lot of history or whatever, so I think it's like there's a you know, they were like you're right, it was like they were like among the first like 13 colonies, so it's just like this is our shit, man. This is like our identity. Like we were the 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 pilgrims and you know the pilgrims were on Plymouth Rock and the fucking whatever the Boston Tea Party like Paul Revere's Boston where it's just like this is our shit our old yeah. tri corner hat shit this is us yeah. we love it the greatest hits they're yeah. like doing the greatest hits and like they yeah, think yeah. that's if you come there that's what you want and it's like you want the founding fathers you want some historical things and then you want the bad boys of Boston Aerosmith you want everything yeah. in the area yes. that's famous. <laughs> Oh, and check out the uh, cranberry, uh, uh, the Ocean Spray Cranberry Processing and Visitor Center. (laughs) Oh, they have an Ocean Spray sponsorship? Uh, No, I, well, no, I've just been to like the Ocean Spray factory in Plymouth, Massachusetts, or the Ocean Spray, like, you can see a tour and see, learn how. 
Yeah, learn how bogs work. Wow, you've been to the a bog? You'd be wow. waist deep in, in berries? No, we just saw like big pictures and recreations. Like, yeah, no, I haven't. I'd love to go in a bog and just, you know, get in there and mess around. But uh, I've seen Plymouth Rock. <laughs> I have seen that. Just fuck around in there, man. <laughs> just fuck around, find out. I'm pee in the bog. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to pee in a bun, ruin a batch of cranberries. <laughs> um, wow. I, Mike, with the, the Aerosmith thing, they seem to have a lot of tribute bands yes. and there's I, I think it's weird that they I, i'm surprised i don't think i knew there was there were tributes of this or how you would do it but there is a bruno mars tribute which mm. is kind of funny and you can watch that on a youtube link where the person sat through the entire 25 minute show and yet still labeled it tribute to bruno moss <laughs> <laughs> spelled not not uh moss like m-a-s but like tree moss right like, right so like, oh man i liked it nice nice fella nice performer bruno moss and then you th- if you moss. think maybe it was a spelling error or something but then they made another video they seem to go again post another well, is, video and say moss again is that the name of the like Errol Myth is the name oh, of the. Oh, it could be act. Bruno Moss. Is that the no? I, I think yeah, yeah. Aaron asked that question, and I I think it. The video is called "Tribute to Bruno Moss." So unless it itself is a tribute to another Bruno Mars impersonator right. named Bruno Moss, oh, and okay. then we're two steps impersonator removed. Could be a labeling issue. It could be. Yes, you're correct. They're tributing. The likelier answer, the most likely answer, I'd say, is that the person that posted it is a common moron. <laughs> you fool your run-of-the-mill uh american moronic idiot you posted an error on the internet and you should be shamed for this um what, what else do we have about can because we there's there's other places to hit and there is a ride coming up that i am thrilled to talk about but are we missing yeah, anything yeah. on canopy let me let me do a real quick one and then yeah the ride's big i, I found this too uh jason you'll be excited about this and at least in 2014, there was something that you get a coupon oh, that said yeah. Dollar Hot Dog <laughs> Day. And uh, you could, yeah, there, it was like there's two coupons. There's a coupon for like saving money on the actual admission. And then on the bottom there, you would present the coupon uh, and get your dollar hot dog. And you would, it, I mean, is there a better deal? From the, as far? From the food supply people at Sodexo, <laughs> the giant food uh, company. Wait, is Sodexo bad? Why is Sodexo bad? I don't yeah. think anyone I think said it was bad. I mean, it's just kind of like a big monopolistic like food supply company. Like, I don't think you have a lot of choices if you need a certain quantity of food, like for if you're running a restaurant or like a so, college so, dining hall or something. So, Jason, you knew what Sodexo was before this, because I actually was not familiar with that name. Sodexo Marriott was the people who supplied like the dining halls i worked in in college oh interesting so you were like a you you were familiar you worked with sodexo i think they paid me i think that's who like <laughs> wow you're a sodexo former employee sodexo's I, blood money you're are rich they paying you now? yeah are they, they paying you now <laughs> <laughs> wow Come clean, show us your oh no wonder we had to spend the fucking time talking about sodexo oh man he always has to slip it in now <laughs> what if Look, mike's in I, on it he brought up that instagram <laughs> So that Sodexo would get said finally. Yeah, do you guys maybe want to go I? out to dinner tonight? I was maybe thinking we could go someplace where they're supplied by the Sodexo brand of food <laughs> of supply. Food. Yeah, <laughs> Sodexo I, hot dog links specifically. <laughs> they just there's just a little more snap to them. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Jason and I have both gotten a fat check from Sodexo. Oh, that is for right. sure. On to you now. One episode every four years, and that's all we have to do. <laughs> so we're good. We're good for a while. <laughs> they won't come shaking us down again. Uh, um, yeah. Do we want to move along? Do we, we want to talk about Santa's Village uh, a little bit? Because boy, oh boy, I, I wonder if Mike and Jason, do we all find the same thing? The ride? Oh, I th- like the, think the so, ride. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's I go let's do it. I know which ride you're talking about. It probably I, wasn't there. I think it's a newer thing. What do you recall about uh, the Santa's Village of your childhood I, in, so in Jefferson, New Hampshire? Yeah, so so Santa's Village is probably the one that I like have the least memories of because it was like a boring ass like you walk around and it looks like Christmas and there's like I truly I truly could not tell you one thing that I did there other than like you walk around and there's maybe like a little train ride or something but like I do I barely remember Santa's village truly and I'm yeah, sorry I, I think it's okay. no, I know it's, but you see, you brought in a prompt for us is what you did good, good and good. you caused us to have to look up because there's Santa's villages around and you sort of know what to expect there will be an opportunity and are they to meet all them. affiliated that's what I've always wondered because I remember no. somebody else I remember somebody else. It's just it's just like a it's just a common concept because I remember hearing other people go, we have a Santa's village near us. And I was like, you have Santa's village. I have Santa's village. But I didn't I I, I've never known if they were they're They're all just separate intellectual properties. Santa Claus and fairy tale storybook stuff are in the public domain. So if someone's starting an amusement park, it's an easy place to start. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you're okay, probably, yeah, sense. you're probably getting like, even like if say somebody moved from some other place, then they like think it's all sort of the same thing too. So you're getting probably like, oh, I loved Santa's village as a child. Let's go to this Santa's village. So right. it's a smart, smart move. And you're like, this shit isn't anything like mine. Mm-hmm. The different Santa. No brand unity here. Right. Um, but I say, thank God that this isn't like the other ones, because there's like, there's some real odd stuff. There's odd IP all over the place. I just want to share the screen really quick so that I could show you the, the area called Poogie's Splash Pad. <laughs> <laughs> there's a fancy penguin with a top hat and a little, well, a little tie in one picture, but then not in the other two. So they're inconsistent just with Poogie's style. But what a name, though. Love Poogie. Poogie, yeah. We like Poogie. Yes. Love Poogie the Penguin, yes. <laughs> Um, it's it's like it's a character making fun of you, Mookie. It's like they're like it's a parody of <laughs> <the> you, <laughs> Poogie. Um, so so Poogie Splash Pad is there, but the main thing to talk about is a. I'm just so it, like because there's limited IP with Christmas. Like what what do you do really besides like here's the the bake shop where uh, Mrs. Claus makes her cookies or something? But this place really figured out something with a ride called the great humbug adventure mm-hmm. yes. did we all did you yeah, guys yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> love this yep. love it yes um i wonder if do i try to explain the ride or just allow the 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 man himself to do it i think maybe this is the move because i don't know if you guys saw the same video that i did there's ride throughs but then this one there's this one that's like very artistically cut um let me pull this guy up. Um, I mean, this this explains it so succinctly, and this, this is true insanity. Here we go. I am 
Ebenezer Scrooge, and this is my home, and these humbugs are making me miserable. <laughs> so, so he's stop right there. These yeah. humbugs are making me like, I don't know why the emphasis is there. Maybe somebody was arguing that the humbugs aren't making him miserable and he had to <laughs> correct them. Um, but so this is a rough Ebenezer Scrooge famously says, bah humbug. And I guess it, this is a ride that imagines that humbug he's that's not just something he's saying. Ebenezer Scrooge is a grouch because his house is infested with humbugs. humbugs. <laughs> oh my god. It's a reimagining of it's a reimagining of the story, yes, which I really like. Yeah. Yeah. And it you lets see you know why he doesn't like Christmas. This I mean, is I like write. this is like in this is like if you did the origin if you did like the solo like uh, origin story of <laughs> Uh, of Ebenezer oh. Scrooge and it's like why does he say you know what I mean where it's like you know how in Solo when it's like that fucking stupid thing where it's where he's like Chewbacca that's too long I'm gonna have to call you something shorter like Chewy this is like <laughs> humbugs everywhere <laughs> and you're like oh that's why he says humbug now mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that would because be everything in your life there was a one moment that yeah, yeah, caused yeah. it for sure when Paul um, McCartney walked by that guitar shop and looked in the window and nodded <laughs> <laughs> and a legend was born I, I don't really remember where this video goes if there's nothing interesting I'm just gonna let it play kind of silently while we talk because there's one now. Oh, wait a minute here. If I go back frame by frame, you can read the sign, which explains further the... I mean, first it says, Santa says no food or drinks on this ride. <laughs> <laughs> Santa himself lays down the rules here. Um, but then the great humbug adventure. Tickle the humbugs with your special laser and make them <laughs> finally giggle. Huh? Mm. Finally. All right. A lot of questions here. Finally, I don't know why. I, mean, I guess this has been a decade long infestation. That finally, that's very hard to see. Mm-hmm. I think so. Unless make I'm right. And it's parenthetical. Giggle. Like, fi- make them finally giggle. <laughs> yeah. Really weird. Um, the, uh, and, t- and then just the phrase tickle your humbugs, tickle the humbugs with your special laser. laser. Tickle the humbugs kind of- with your special laser. <laughs> Yeah, just everyone sit in that for a moment. Just think about yeah, it. Say it out loud. So special. Tickle marinate, the humbugs with your special Marinate in that. Uh, tickle Again, I've said this, it's, it's a good ASMR. I've tickle said this them, before. Turn them, off the podcast while you're listening now and turn to the nearest person, find them, and just run in and say that sentence to them and then run out. <laughs> tickle the humbugs with your special laser. Exactly. <laughs> And see what they say. It's really melodic the more you say it. Tickle yeah. the humbugs with your special Tickle laser. Tickle the humbugs with your special laser. It seems like a procedure to like, that's like a, a lot of euphemisms for like getting rid of <laughs> genital warts or something. <laughs> if you don't want to tell your child, that's what the operation dad is going to have. Honey, your father is going to have his humbugs removed. <laughs> And uh, the doctor's laser. going to tickle them with his special laser. <laughs> the doctor is also a master tickler. Um, this, this is, I, I, yeah, oh, ahead, this Jason. this was made by the Sally Dark Rides company, who made uh, Mookie. There was once a ride uh, based on the Moody Blues song "Nights in White Satin," 
uh, okay. at a hard, a short-lived Hard Rock Park in uh, by Myrtle Beach. Um, and this Sally Dark Rides company has made a number of dark rides uh, all over the country, all over the world. They did the Justice League rides at Six Flags, and then they also made the Humbug. <laughs> They made Adventure. the great. I think they've made, they've made a lot of weirdo rides. There's some Looney Tunes ride they did. I looked up. There is a ride. Have you ever heard of this, Jason? In Pennsylvania, they did a ride with animatronics that is Mister Rogers' Neighborhood, mm-hmm. where you I, ride the trolley yeah, yes. to bring trolleys back. There, I had I had no idea there was a Mister Rogers ride. Isn't I've that, heard a little cha- about that. Yeah, they changed it into Daniel Tiger. Is that right? Am I thinking of the same ride? Oh, did I they? I don't know. So. I thought maybe it just disappeared. Yeah, there was a well, Mr. Rogers he... ride, and they changed it to the just Daniel Tiger specific. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, this place makes some, like, bonkers rides. We might want to do an episode where we just pick off their website whether or not they are still around or not. Like, if it is a, like, weird, wonky, kind of scary, kooky, animatronic-filled ride, I, we, I think we might just want to, like, throw darts at Sally rides and, and, and do an That's episode true. about That's it. Point. Oh. But... They definitely um, are, because I went to their digital booth at the uh, IAPA convention <laughs> last year, which was all digital. Uh, digital? You went to a digital booth? At a- <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I looked at their prospectuses and such, because uh, they sell a lot what? of rides that are like pre-made. Um, right, right. That you could just insert into your park. Mm-hmm. I think that I think I got like a cold sweat being like that we have a guest here and that that and that like a virtual prospectus for a for ride company was talked about. Like, yeah, that's all right. We're cool, we dude. I swear. We're like pretty cool. We're not even that nerdy about it. Ah, yeah, let's yeah. go back to normal stuff like the narratives we would tell ourselves as children to distract ourselves from our mundane <laughs> suburban upbringings. <laughs> um, anyway, I don't know. Here's a really this is a like like a scary wax figure come to life. He's Oof, pointing yeah. a gun. This whole video is like I, I'm, I don't know who made this or why, but like it's kind of like it's not just like the ride going through it. It's full of really intense angles and cinematic close ups. It's sort of of a fever dream and then the the hump like the humbugs are sort of eerie <laughs> in another world they have like flower ears they're like um, uh, they're seuss like yeah and they're yeah um, they're like kind of cute but they're a little gross uh, even scrooge's house also that's just a whole other premise this is so I mean, this is a I mean, where, you go to, where ebenezer scrooge lives it's so good honestly yeah 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 it's um, real fun pretty obsessed dying to go here and tickle some <laughs> Why does it tickle though? Oh yeah, wow! Like, Look at the bugs; they're so cute. The humbugs. Yeah, <laughs> there's like five <laughs> humbugs. Look, One of the we had a great trip. They saw the cute humbugs. We tickled them. Oh, but they're like aliens. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, there's a lot going. on. I know you wouldn't even like maybe flag these as bugs necessarily. Like they are a little more. Well, they alien-ish. have like bumblebee torsos, but this is very like um, Salem Witch Museum. Mm. Um. Okay. Uh. Uh. Wait. Is that a place? Is that a, is that a New Hampshire, Salem, or is no? That, that's that's Salem, Massachusetts. So that's mm-hmm. where the witch trials took place, and they have the uh, they have the witch museum there, and you go in, but they have these like very old, like very creepy animatronics. Oh, where they really? like tell the story oh, of talking. like uh, whatever, like the Crucible or or whatever. Right. It's like very um. Wow. It's like very unnerving. <laughs> 
That's that um, isn't even yeah. on our radar. Uh, we got we got to do that. Yeah, if there's weird red robots. That, we gotta that's go. that's a pretty cool one. It's like very old, and I think they haven't changed it in like years and years. <laughs> but it's like you go and you sit in this like little room and there's like little they like light up little animatronic like things and they tell you the story of the salem witch trials and stuff like that oh man that's yes. great so great <coughs> hasn't been touched in years that is uh the, not by a witch's our finger <laughs> also those humbugs had like little like side mouths like they were like like they were slack jawed or something like they're, it's <laughs> it's <laughs> Yeah, the they're all, like, they're all snarky comics. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah they're YouTube. like they're yeah, they're all little Bill Mars. <laughs> YouTube thumbnail <Okay>. face. <laughs> yeah, they uh, those PC are- culture is out of control. It's run amok, and we know. I know running amok. I'm a humbug. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all right, that's what I wanted to say about Santa's Village. Primarily, should we move on to uh, yes. uh, the, the the oddest thing on your list? Really, yes. like I think when I gave it the cursory Google, uh, what are I'm sorry, what? Like I, I had to double check we were talking about the right thing. Clark's Trading Post. Clark's um, Trading Post. Yes. This. What do you want to describe it as a person who went? Uh, yeah. Well, so I mean, it's like there's there's two major things about this place that I have memories of. Two major attractions. But it's a it's like a sort of larger like compound trading post where it's like it's like, you know, like cool general store vibes, but they have like old trucks that you can look at and like old an old looking like, um, you know, like an old 50s uh, gas station facade. But there there's two major attractions there, which is which is Clark's trained bears. So they would put mm-hmm. on a show with bears. I think they still do, which is sad. But the yeah, thing, it was I think like, for many years. When, when is this over? Forty nine. It's decades and decades yeah, of bear shows where they do bear live bear shows where it's like bears are balancing on balls and like you know shooting a basketball into a hoop and jumping through little hoops and stuff. So there was that, and then there's the tram ride with um the uh, oh fuck what's he called like the old man there's. There's a tram oh, I, ride. Oh, we, I know about this. I There's was delighted to run ride where you this. would ride through. It's almost like kind of like the haunted hayride, but you were in this old like, um, you know, like uh, like like hollowed out or like you know the sides taken off bus, and you ride through this thing, and an old man, an old like steampunk man, like chases you through, <laughs> through, <laughs> through the woods. His- his name is Wolfman. Yes, Wolfman. Wolfman. And the way that you get him to... Did you read about this? The way that you get him to leave you alone... Did you read this, Scott? I did, but you. I feel like you, you, you should say it. I love... I, I, all, I'm so everybody happy. On, everybody on the bus, men, women, and children included, you all yell, Scram, you old goat! <laughs> <laughs> this rules. Love Scram, this. Scram, you old goat! And that's how the Wolfman would leave you alone. But it was like a guy who had like big, like a big red beard and big crazy hair, and like an eye patch and like a club. And he had like a steampunk ATV and he would chase after you and be like, Rah! and they're like, it's the Wolfman. And you had to drive away from the Wolfman and we would all go, Scram, you old goat. And then the Wolfman would be scared because you yelled, Scram, you old goat. And that was the tram ride of clark's trade <laughs> that's like <laughs> and i and is, as a child was genuinely afraid of the wolfman he looks scary to me yeah. of course yeah that's they like Some advertise that guy. they advertise like the guy and that catchphrase right on the front of the website that's like the first thing you see 
When you go to the website, wow. yeah, this Graham, is some you local, go. and he's like written about in the newspaper a lot. Like if there's changeover with the Wolfman when the oldest Wolfman retired, yeah. and then he's picking his successor. This seems like major local flavor. I don't know for how far emanating from Lincoln, New Hampshire, but at least there's some places in New Hampshire where Wolfman and and scrammy old goat loom really large. Yeah, I mean, yeah. in retrospect, it must be like those. Just it must be like a local actor or something <laughs> being like <laughs> right. I got the wolf. Well, I found I found the story of it. I mean, now it's local actors, I think, essentially. But there was a so, yeah, as you said, this was the you know, the main thing was was bear shows and they'd make the bears play basketball and um, (laughs) and also do like. This seemed to like involve bears in a wedding proposal once, like a bear pulled out a, a wedding ring, all kinds of weird, humiliating <laughs> bear things. And that was like the main attraction. But then like the only people who knew how to do the bear show had to go out of town so they couldn't do the bear show. And it's like, well, we do have the train still or the little or whatever you were saying, the, the car with one side missing. Um, but is that enough? And then there was like a maintenance guy who just who <laughs> looked like Wolfman, who was just just was very scraggly and he was just kind of thinking and was like i'm gonna take a risk but if this risk pays off it might change everything around here and he went and found some weird furs and when the train started going around he went up and started screaming at it and and made up the whole wolf i'm a man raised by wolves he just did it without checking with the owners or anything wow and then it became like well if we don't have the bears we always have Wolfman, like it was a crucial second attraction it really like it, it just like i think amplified the the place and fleshed wow. it out and it was all this one guy wow and a legend was born <laughs> and a guy who i mean big risk like i'm shocked that nobody was like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> yeah We're just I, doing a little tram ride and you're running up going like i'm the wolf man get out of my woods i like i feel like most people they'd be like you can't do that dude yeah, it's like or a Disneyland. You can't just say I'm like I'm I'm trying this. I'm gonna start you like ran up screaming and scared and spitting kids at on these the people. Tram tour, like you can't do that. At the container store, I like put like I glued some <laughs> of the shelving to my legs, and I was like, I'm shelf boy. Yeah, get out of here. I'm trying to scare <laughs> you. Scram, you old shelf. <laughs> one enterprising manager was like i think we got something with shelf boy (laughs) (laughs) shelf boy that took balls carlson Mm. i took a container store could be more than a store Mm. it could be a Um, brand I have a I have a little video of the wolf man uh, because it gives you a flavor of the Mm -hmm. yeah uh, um uh, this this is this is truly. Do you guys unhinged. post pictures of this afterwards on Twitter so people can see them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, assuming we remember, <laughs> yes, we will I'll, try I'll, to I'll send you. I'll, I'll get a I'll get a few and send them to you. Oh, if you got old pig, yes, oh, please, please do. Oh Absolutely. no, I. Well, you know, I wonder if I do. I should ask my parents if they have because my mom just went through a bunch of old photos. I was like, if you have any, please send me some. I'm gonna mm-hmm. ask her. I'm gonna text her as soon as we're done. I'm oh, gonna text geez, her right now. Oh. And then she might Mommy. listen to it and be like, you didn't like the vacations? I thought the you had fun Shut at the arcade. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow, you've got some of that negative wolfman spirit in you. Um, here's, here's the wolfman. You know something? I don't like Odags, you flat, mutt-landed, mar-bopping, yellow-belly, long-nosed geezers. What are you doing on my turf? 
You know what I do with you? I'll take you and I'll take your heads and I'll stick you right down those jaws down there. And then, so he's a guy in like furs and, a, and an eye patch. We hadn't said that. And he's missing a lot of teeth. He's super scraggly. And then he says, I'm going to throw you down those jaws and, right there. And fucking great, like, this is my car. Like, great Boston accent. Just like, this is my car over here. <laughs> my car has jaws. <laughs> His Your car is no match for my car. It's got jaws. Tour. This is my car. <laughs> you kid, you're going in the jaws. That's it. You're going in the jaws on my car. <laughs> so, so he kind of like he seems to hit a button and then like some big like bear trap looking thing is going on and off in front of his car and it is like little picket fence pieces that are jaw like his his weird little bad maxi car has a mouth in it and he's gonna feed your kid into the jaws man that would have um, scared the shit out of me this guy wolf yes, man yes it's oh. scary man and he like fucking <laughs> and he's got and his car is like it's like one of those like old like it's like a it's like a lawnmower engine or something so it's like the whole time like when he's chasing you it's like loud oh, and he's like man. screaming at you and waving his club oh, the lo-fi sort of like yeah it makes it worse the lo-fi nature of it yeah well and it's also not like you know you you can kind of smell in a universal setting that like well there's an, an actory air to the norman bates <laughs> and it doesn't it's not a real knife but when this like rusted out car pulls up with a like this what if this is just a guy who lives in the hills it's in the hills like conceivably he just lives there and he is mad yeah he's just like he's very believable yeah you would not be able to tell i mean if i was a kid i would just be like what is this accent? This must be a hill person accent. Um, he uh, he keeps going and says this is my favorite thing in the clip here. If you ever come with me, double cross me, you'll become vomit stew, especially kids, boiled kids with stuck cabbage and rat tails. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that little thing is like what bitch. Charles Manson would say, like when he went on Charlie Rose, and then like give it a get, 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 get. like that that is true serial killer stuff. <laughs> yeah, this guy, I I I admire the commitment and I admire the history of the character, but yeah, I ooh scary varmint stew. He's gonna with kids, boiled kids with yeah, stuffed kid, cabbage. Kids become varmint stew, where it's like it's varmint <laughs> stew, but it takes the the special extra ingredient is kids. His child's flesh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No kids. He boils them. I wonder. Uh, do I they know. have like a like a listing for playing him on the website? Like, could I apply to be the Wolfman, or would I just like they would look at me and they go, "You don't look like the Wolfman. What are you doing?" There's a lot of people vying for that spot, man. Yeah, that's yeah, that's you're right. There's probably like a, they hold like open call nationwide auditions yeah, for that. Like, that's like that's like that's like like landing like like hosting the Tonight Show. It's it only happens to yeah. a very few people <laughs> in the world. Lorne Michaels has a lot, a lot of to drama do. every time there's a changeover. Yeah. There's so much. The guy says he's going to give it up and then doesn't. Yeah, and Lorne has a lot to do with it, too. <laughs> guys, mom says, I'll look. Sweet. All right. A lead. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Within the episode, we didn't have, even have to wait for it. Uh, um, that was a question I had is if, like, is there some, would a couple, if a couple different things happen in your life, Mookie, is there a chance that you're, that you are the wolf man? <laughs> You know, may, you know, look, it's tough. Los Angeles is tough. Mm. 
You know, yes, am yep. I going to be yep. here forever pursuing this dream of mine? I don't know. Maybe I retire as an older gentleman in another, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years back to New England and go, well, I have this skill. This, we talked about it earlier, this skill where I can become anybody. Mm -hmm. You know what we I mean? We do know, we know that you have this. We know that you can inhabit different personas. And you know what? There's entirely new people showed up yes. here. Yes. The, the answer is, I wouldn't rule it out. Yeah. <laughs> if, you if you do the work it's a now. possibility. You're not gray now, but maybe but someday, and he you, grow, you start growing the hair now. Is he not gray? He's, oh, he's, you don't wait a minute. What am I talking about? Yeah, you don't have to he, be. He's, Wolfman's he's not red. old. He's a, he's a ginger. You're right. You're right. But you. So if you do, but if you start putting in the hair work now, if you don't mm. cut it, start growing. Yeah, hair. yeah. If I don't shave for the next fifteen years, then I'll. <laughs> <laughs> And then all of your credits and work up to this point yeah. just become like, hmm, I guess, all right, well, I guess he seems like he knows how to act before, uh, he's acted before, but does, I don't know, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Is he going to intellectualize Wolfman? He was the last Wolfman. Yeah. And if you're, if you're like, in the next like 15 years, somebody goes, oh, are you growing it out for a role? And you go, yes. A long-term yeah. role. Fire. <laughs> the role of a lifetime. The role of a lifetime that I'll get in 15 years. <laughs> That's going to really... be my future. I, I would be uh, curious um, if any of the Wolfmen ever were like, I was in a local commercial or something, or like a not not local even, like a regional commercial that was like, it was just like, I went, I go to commercial auditions too, like. Yeah, I probably. <laughs> my days off. Like the guy who played Bozo, my, when I was a kid, he played Bozo, like I found his website and I found his reel and I'm like, he's trying to get like a commercial job now. Whoa. Bozo's trying to do the same jobs i am we're going out for the same roles <laughs> he does he does but just like so he'll pop up in things but just not with a lot of range so it's just like if you don't buy a recliner from us <laughs> then you're, i'll turn your kids into vomit stew you uh, kids at home you tell mom and dad yeah you don't buy a recliner you're gonna end up in a stew pot yeah. <laughs> he's like threatening flow threatening flow and the progressive people with stew child stew yeah i'm like like is wolfman like is wolfman i mean it like you know like has wolfman ever been like you know seen or portrayed in any kind of like pop culture hmm. anything is I this a reference? Yeah, has anyone like done any depiction of their childhood where there would have to be a Wolfman equivalent, or or even just a mention of it, or just like you know, like you know, whatever, in a Stephen King thing where it's like, mm. we went down to Clark's Trading Post where the Wolfman was hanging out. I mean, that's <laughs> Stephen King would write it a lot better than I just did, but <laughs> this <laughs> don't tell yourself short. Like the the one that I would have guessed Stephen King would have been influenced by. <laughs> right? <laughs> nope, it's the charming little carnival atmosphere of Canopy. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, and if, yeah, if, if there was like a, a, a pro like imagine a horror uh, uh, situation at this place with not only Wolfman and the jaw car, but also a bunch of bears who are probably mad that they've had to bounce around on balls and play bearskitball for so long. I mean, this, this place at night is... I I or if you're I don't know if you're stuck there or, or like in an apocalypse or something this is a, this is an awful place to be. Oof. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of darkness here for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it's you know it's like local level you know uh, attraction where it's just like, yep, this is the best we can do in this area that just is mostly like dirt and trees. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, uh, do we have trees? We could build a train that takes you through the trees, and that's not nothing. <laughs> I, I have a more like wholesome local attraction story too uh yes yes if, if you want something a little lighter if you want something a little yeah, less yeah. Let's, horrifying let's, let's go out on some lightness yes sure uh so this is at storyland which is another uh park we mentioned uh earlier i said it's run by the company that runs kennywood park and i found a video online and from 1983 to 1998 they had a dark ride called voyage to the moon and it it really seems like a mm-hmm. Uh, uh, sort of homemade sort of dark ride that has a certain type of magic to it. And, and you can find this video on YouTube. Someone made like a, a video essay about it. Voyage to the Moon, complete ultimate tribute. Uh, this is in the style of uh, Mookie. There's a guy named Martin's Vids who makes um, video essays about how certain rides were made. And someone made it for this okay. little Voyage to the Moon ride. And uh, every, I'm encouraging everyone to go and watch this video because it takes some twists and turns. The guy gets some stuff from the park as like gifts, and but uh, a brief description of some of the ride. So it, it's sort of like that old old silent movie, The Voyage to the Moon, where you're like, um, or Trip to the Moon, where where the a bullet is shot at the moon. Uh, in this case, your car overshoots the moon and enters into a black hole. And it's, it says, after oh. emerging on the other side of the black hole, guests would then encounter a wizard who would appear out of the darkness. <laughs> the wizard... In the, in the black the, hole. In the black hole. There's, there's a lot more. The wizard would then explain to guests that he was able to make dreams come true and suggested that they come along with him to see what was possible. Oh, boy. He's, are you still with me? Okay, then the golden bullet would enter another scene occupied by strange creatures called worry wartles. Wait, and you're yes. in the golden bullet. You're not like... You're the, in the, the golden wizard bullet. didn't fire a gun. Worry no, wartles. no. Worry wartles. But you, uh, you do meet worry wartles. Uh, guests would then encounter another strange creature named Chugga Chugga Puff Puff. So, I don't know. I think delighted, this sounds Jason. awesome. You're delighted by all this. I was delighted by all this, and especially once you see there is footage in this essay, uh, this video essay of the ride, and then unfortunately it does end with the note that uh, the ride closed, the walls underneath the dome were removed, and Professor Beagle Steps Loopy Lab opened for the 1999 <laughs> season. So, <laughs> Professor Beagle Steps Loopy Lab, of course, evicting uh, the Voyage to the Moon ride. <clears throat> Was the character named Chugga Chugga Poof Poof? Is that what you said? Chugga Chugga Puff Puff. Puff Puff. Okay, so it's a weed-like character. It's a weed-based... Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Kind of. Uh, I, I, they and all drinking are just a and little, chugging. Like, yeah. Like yeah. He's a real partier. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like the sound of all these characters, for sure. Uh, including that professor yeah. that replaced the whole thing. Um... Yeah, um, but what I really want to see is the Wolfman just going wild with that jaw car and laying waste to the whole thing. <laughs> oh, all yeah, man. Well, that's what he tries too. to do every time, and then you know, <laughs> these brave kids stop him every time. Yeah, <laughs> the he's, magic phrase. He's, he's trying. Really trust me, he is trying. He is trying <laughs> to destroy that place. 
<laughs> he has to and have, get out of there and destroy every. He wants to destroy Storyland. He wants I to know. destroy Canopy. This guy, there, it would lay waste to all of New Hampshire if he if, got out. If he ever got out, please, people, this if this message can reach far and wide, you need to scream, scram, you old goat. <laughs> There's only one thing that stops him. And if this podcast, <laughs> if something happens in this podcast is the only clue. If there's a Jurassic Park level disaster at Clark's Trading Post where the Wolfman gets out somehow. <laughs> but what if the Wolfman is a misunderstood protector? What if, if the Wolfman goes away, what if New Hampshire is just overrun by worry wardles and humbugs, you know? <laughs> An absolute the only nightmare. thing keeping it in stasis. It's yeah, it's the nightmare. only thing keeping it in stasis, you know? Yeah, well, we won't know. We won't know until it happens. I hope to God that um, that does not happen. Yeah, let's all pray let's real quick. Pray. Yeah, let's, let's all pray. pray for the sake silence. of the people of New Hampshire, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the sake of people of New Hampshire, there's, uh, there's uh, worry wardles and uh, humbugs are not escaped. Humbugs. And we don't have to turn to Wolfman and form an unholy alliance. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well, Wolfman. <laughs> Protect and, us, oh uh, Santa. <laughs> oh th- that was the other the santa's village the other thing i had uh uh just right at the end um mick foley wrestling icon aka of cactus course. jack aka dude love aka mankind uh said of santa's village every good thing in my life somehow leads me back to jefferson new hampshire and the trip to santa's village my parents took me on when i was only three years old wow He's a Mick Foley is a big he's he is such a Santa. He's like a Santa head. He has a Christmas room and he like dresses as Santa. He's very he looks he looks like Santa. He's like jolly. He's very seemingly nice guy. Uh, And yeah, he loves Santa's village. And I think I've said this on the show. He's a big theme park guy because when he jumped off the top rope to the outside to try to land on the rock on an announce table and missed and cracked his rib right on the side of a table. And in Anaheim, he thought, oh, man, am I going to be able to make it to Disney tomorrow? Uh, (laughs) It's the first thought he had during the match. Jeez. Committed. Well, so, um, well, that's beautiful. Everything good in his life came from, and I think a lot of good came from talking about all these places, a lot of great IP, a lot of great breakthroughs about uh, your life and and family stuff. Yeah. Uh, I hope it was helpful. To you, Mookie, uh, yeah, you survived we podcast the ride. Uh, we all went through some stuff, and we survived podcast the ride. Mookie, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having um, me, guys. Of course, for sure. That is so much. Yeah. There is like that is an odd amount of bizarre IP in one neck of the wood. I did not mm-hmm. think that's where we were heading. I love the Wolfman. I love all the, the humbugs. Thanks for bringing it to us. Uh, um, uh, but now, uh, um, before all us old goats scram, uh, let's exit through the gift shop. Mookie, is there anything you'd like to plug? Sure. Uh, you can check out my podcast. You are worthy with Lil Mookie B. Um, and, uh, uh, follow me on social media on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Lil Mookie B. L-A-L-M-O-O-K-I-E-B. And, um, other than that, no irons and no fires, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you have an iron in the fire of of inspiring people and of making I people of of uh, getting people in touch uh, uh, with their best selves and getting people away from chasing clout. And yes. if you, I don't know if anyone's ever plugged a TikTok account really on the show. And if you do one thing, I think follow the TikTok. And if if you want to be inspired on a regular basis, then, Thank then, you. then follow Lil Mookie. Yes, B. with the disclaimer of um, uh, it's it is parody. <laughs> 
<laughs> what? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I thought it was real too. Game, I had a lot of breakthroughs from those. I don't want anybody. I don't want any any cool people coming there thinking that I'm some kind of fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not? Though didn't I heard I'm kind of taking them... those people down? You know what I mean? Taking them down a peg. <laughs> Did you not have one that like blew up significantly within TikTok? There like was there was one some like statement TikTok about dating. That, yeah, it got a um, it, and it was um, it it got about uh, like like something like thirteen thousand likes and a bunch of comments and uh, 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 of a bunch of people who thought that I was being a like sincere like um. Uh, I mean, basically, for for anybody who doesn't know this, it's basically like a parody of like. The type of guy who goes on TikTok and is performatively, um, you know, like feminist to in order to um, get laid. Sure, sure. <laughs> and so it was a video sort of like that, but it was a bunch of people thinking that I was being sincere and I gained 12,000 new followers in a week <laughs> of all, all, all people who think that that is the kind of person that I actually am. And so, mm. you know, I mean, I guess that's a success. Uh <laughs> Yeah, the audience, you've always been trying to cultivate. That's yeah, right. sure. And then, and then they look at some, and, they're, and then they look at some of the other ones, and they're like, "Uh, th is this what I was? Is this what I followed?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, uh, "Yeah, it is." <laughs> I'm just being. Thanks mean. for the you numbers, man. I just want to get my numbers up. <laughs> You're all just little stats to me. You played right into yeah. my trap. <laughs> uh, fell right into my car, Jaws. All you fucking unverifieds. Um, Ugh. <laughs> Don't even look at the names. Just put put them on the pile. <laughs> Um. Uh. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. Uh, check out Mookie on TikTok. Uh, uh. And and the podcast. It's so funny. Uh. Um. And as for us, you can find us on all the socials at Podcast The Ride. There's merch available in our T Public store. And for three bonus episodes every month, check out Podcast The Ride. The second gate at Patreon.com/slash Podcast The Ride. Um. Yeah. And I think there's only one. I think you have to end it with a little scrammy old goat. Yeah. Scrammy old goat. All yeah. you old goats listening to this. Scram. Uh, scram right now. Scram right now. Before you become varmints too. <laughs> varmints too sounds goats. all right. So Jason had, had some varmints. Jason's too. had varmints too back when he, when he was a little boy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm <first>. sure. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Pennsylvania thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't right. know. You never had it. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced dog. by Mike Carlson. Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.